There are a few people that enjoy conflict, but the majority of us don't. And those that do, those are people you don't want to be friends with, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. But, but it does take courage, mm-hmm. but conflict is necessary at times because like we talked about, whatever the relationship is, a work relationship, parents, family, marriage, if, if, if something is bothering you and you don't share it, mm-hmm. then it does lead to Fastering, frustration, bottling up, and all of a sudden explosions down the line. And so conflict, I think, is is appropriate and it's helpful at times. Welcome to the Loving God, Loving People podcast, where we talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus in our everyday lives and how, in the end, all that matters is God and people. Here's today's episode. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Today's episode is totally unique because... I'm not interviewing one person. I'm interviewing two people, Chad and Katrina Moore. Thanks so much for uh, sitting here and, and doing this in the podcast. We're talking about conflict. And we decided rather than just the two of you talking about conflict where it might actually turn into conflict, I'd be a mediator to help make sure that this stays nice and, and calm here. Well, you, actually, you're a buffer. Yeah. Well, actually, the, the idea was you and I were just going to talk about conflict, sweetheart. And I'm like, oh, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> They're like, no, no, it'll be fine. I'm the lead pastor. We're not doing that. <laughs> like, We need Robert to interview us or something. So so thank you, Robert. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Let's, let's dive right into this topic because there's not a person listening to this that hasn't dealt with conflict conflict or isn't dealing with conflict or won't in the near future deal with conflict. This is part of the human condition. This is part of us being relational beings, interacting with each other. Uh, and, and let's start by, Chad, you've said this multiple times. In marriage, we experience lots of conflict just due to proximity. And if you never disagree with each other, if you're married, you never disagree with each other. One of you is not necessary. That's a Chad Moore quote right there. Well, like most of my quotes, I got it from somewhere else. We actually, uh, Katrina... He gets them from me. (laughs) I got them from Katrina. All the brilliant ones came from her. Um, We were actually, sweetheart, we we were in uh, marriage counseling years ago. Yep. And a man who attends our church now was our counselor. Mm -hmm. And uh, there was a season in our marriage where we never fought. And that was his response. Well, Mm -hmm. if you never fight, one of you is unnecessary. And his whole point was, well, why don't you guys just start being real with each other? Mm -hmm. Um, Because... People don't always agree. They, they just don't. Mm-hmm. Um, e- even if you love each other, you're in love with each other, you support each other, you're for each other, there's just going to be things that you disagree on. Mm-hmm. And so if you're going to have a real relationship, uh, there's going to be some real confrontation on occasion. And if there's not, then somebody most likely is pretending or they're continuing to shrink back all the time, which is not healthy. Okay. So just since this is the podcast and we just ask random questions and all that, we're being real right now. You ask random yes. questions. So let's, for people that are listening going, okay, Chad and Katrina, they see you guys do, you know, our midweek worship thing. They see you teaching on stage. Oh, we're this perfect. Is, this is going to be way more vulnerable. Our marriage vulnerable. is perfect. Everything's just perfect. So you guys are saying you have conflict. Is this like a regular thing? I mean, we definitely I'm, a, have, I'm afraid to talk. <laughs> we definitely have conflict. Um, and I think, I don't know if it was, we'd, we'd say regular, but it's, you know, it comes up mm-hmm. every now and then. Sometimes it'll come up in more of a season than in others, if particularly if it's extremely busy, stressful season, or sometimes when we just have too much time, mm-hmm. <laughs> it can be one or both of those. But yeah, we, we fight. Yeah. But I think the, 
the idea behind conflict is it's not like you look for conflict, of course. Sure. But when conflict arises, how do you deal with it? And how do you kind of fight fair? Mm-hmm. Because you can fight really dirty, and then that's just a lose-lose for everybody. But if you can fight fair, then people are heard and respected, and whatever was sort of festering gets to come out. Okay, so let's let's pause there because I want to I want us to focus on that for a minute. So first of all, in case you you haven't caught it yet, conflict's normal. If you're in conflict, it's normal, but you, you can fight unfair. You can fight fair. Mm-hmm. So talk about what, what are ways that you can fight fair if you have conflict with somebody, whether it's a spouse or you don't have to necessarily be married. This is true in any relationship where there's conflict. Well, it's it, our conflict usually because because we don't fight very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when we do, we make up. <laughs> we make up for it. And, and a lot of times... Oh, I thought you were going to talk about I how thought, we make I up. I thought so, too. I'm like, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to that is, in a minute. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes the fight is worth the makeup. Okay. So we'll just leave it at that. But, um, yeah, I don't, we, we don't fight that, that, that often. But, but when we do, it's, it's, it feels really heavy mm-hmm. because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't happen very often. Uh, sometimes, and, and everybody's relationship is different... Um, I, I'm an extrovert in the sense of I think out loud, mm-hmm. and so one of the stupid things I do that's not fair uh, is I'm thinking out loud in the middle of the argument uh, or in the middle of the conflict, which is making it worse, because mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out by thinking out loud what the real problem is, like I'm trying to put my finger on it. Mm-hmm. So for both of us, um, emotions are escalating, and and you know most of the time I'm convinced that I'm not the problem. Sure. Right. Uh, in, in this example, we're talking about Katrina and I. So in most of our fights, I'm thinking Katrina's the problem. So I'm thinking out loud of all the things that might be the problem, which all have to do with her, uh-huh. uh, which is not fair. And then I tend to say words like... Always, never, should. The forbidden words of conflict. This just flew right out of my mouth. Yes. Yeah. And and, and that's horrible. And I'll, I'll own that. Um, don't, don't do that. So... So if you're going to fight fair, what's the approach of instead of looking at because it's always easier to point out what's wrong with somebody else, whether it's their thinking or their actions or whatever. So how do you actually fight fair and not make it about you? Mm-hmm. You should. Mm-hmm. You always. You never. But but how do you actually pause and, and make it more introspective in those moments? So most of the time, the person who is really experiencing the conflict is having a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. And so it's better to always do I statements. Mm-hmm. I feel I have felt I am sensing, I am afraid, I am angry, and this is why, you know, rather than you should, you always, you never, and really we're not getting to the bottom of the issue. The person's just lashing out. And this, like you said, this is not just marriage. This is any mm-hmm. kind of conflict with anybody. And, and, and in, I think in any conflict, you always think you're right mm-hmm. and the other person is wrong. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be marriage it, with parenting, everything, you know. And so it's just more... Ex- it, the idea is you want to express, get out what is really bothering you, but you kind of want to do it in a gentle way because when it is, you always, you never, you should, mm-hmm. you're just, the other person's just like parrying attacks basically, and they yeah. get more and more and more defensive, but nobody's being heard. Yeah. And and that, that that's a good distinction because that's what I would call a fight versus conflict resolution. <laughs> Even those two phrases sound very different from each other. A fight is you want to knock the other person out and win. <laughs> Conflict resolution is, hey, we want to work together as a team and, and together solve this problem. Yeah. Well, sometimes, um, since since I'm putting myself under the microscope here, I'll have internal conflict about our relationship. And so what I'm doing 
as I'm just voicing all the things that that might be, mm-hmm. which is not fair to Katrina at all, mm-hmm. uh, because I haven't really thought it through. Um, I'm, I'm not approaching it in the sense of vulnerability of I'm feeling off. I don't know why. Will you maybe, can we talk through this? Help me understand. Is it this? Is it this? You know, and I could, I could approach it that way. And, and sometimes I try to, but I'm so emotional internally that I, I turn on a dime, especially if I'm, I'm, feel like I'm not being heard mm-hmm. or it's not what I expected, you know, that, that kind of thing. And I think sometimes definitely in marriage, we, what's really happening is one person has internal conflict mm-hmm. and they're projecting it onto the relationship. And so a lot of times we're fighting about nothing. Yeah. Uh, it's just somebody's off and trying to figure out why. Um, and I talk to a lot of actually married couples in our church that that's a recurring thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are other times when we do really disagree on something. Yeah, there's legitimate things that you can be in conflict about. And mm-hmm. I think that is another area that is very legitimate to then bring up. Because like you talked about, if you do shy away, if you repress it, if you stuff it, um, that really is unhealthy. That's leading to disaster. If we, If I can't be real, if I can't say how I'm feeling or how I'm doing... And then I think anger comes out and anger is a secondary emotion. So Mm -hmm. a lot of the time it's really, we're afraid Mm -hmm. something we're fearful of and whether it's something in us or something we're seeing in the other person that we're having the conflict with, we're afraid and it comes out as anger and anger. When someone's shouting at you, right? Mm -hmm. It is not pleasant. It is not like you, you're not really listening. You're not really sensing that person. You are just going, Oh my gosh, what is happening? I'm batting down the hatches. I am preparing for my defense Mm -hmm. where, um, you know, much more fighting fair would be the I statements again. Mm -hmm. And if someone gets so mad, it's okay to say, you know what? I, we need to take a timeout. Very American expression. Yes. We're going to take a little timeout here, but we're going to come back. You can't just walk away. Don't walk away. Don't leave the house. Don't, you know, just storm out. That's not helpful. But hey, I'm really getting worked up here. I need you to just step away. Can we talk about this again? And you make a date, whether it's 10 minutes from now, an hour from now, next week, so that you get a chance to get in control of your emotions. So again, you can understand what's going on, but you can also be heard. Yeah, because some people might take a time out, and that just means I don't want to deal with this. Yes. And they just keep kicking the can down the street, and it just keeps building and building and building. Yes. Taking a time out means there's a time in at some point. Yeah, you're going to take a water break, and then you're going to come back come back in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, too, um, a, a lot of disagreements are – some are legitimate, and there's a legitimate disagreement, and you got to work that out. Sometimes it's just a breakdown in communication. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And one of the most powerful phrases you can use when you have that is, hey, um, help me understand mm-hmm. something, right? Because I heard you say this, or are you thinking this, or is this how you're feeling? You know, a help me understand is, um, I believe you to be reason- reasonable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I love you. I-, I care for you. I'm trying to understand your side of this. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's diffusing. Mm-hmm. Um, when you tell somebody, I think you taught me this, Robert, when you tell somebody, I know you to be reasonable, mm-hmm. right, on this disagreement. Which, again, I learned that from somebody and went, that's brilliant. I'm going to start using that. <laughs> yeah. As soon as you say that, the other person is looking for ways in their mind to be reasonable because you just complimented them and told them what they are, right? Yeah. And so, so, so that helps. Um, again, people that you're closest to, like, like your spouse, uh, maybe your kids are really good friends, sometimes you, you just pop and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times an argument, you're just figuring out why. Mm-hmm. There's other times, as Katrina was saying, it, it is a real disagreement. 
Um, and we don't want to hide those things. We want to we want to deal with them. But phrases like "help me understand," mm-hmm. um, "I know you to be reasonable," um, I, "I respect you," "I could have this wrong," but you know, and and then you have a good exchange. Mm-hmm. And I think another key thing to do is to repeat back what you think you've heard the person say. Mm-hmm. Because Robert, you could be like super mad at me. First of all, if you're super mad at me and your tone is like really angry and loud, if I respond in a softer voice, you immediately start calming down. Mm-hmm. That's just fact. Mm-hmm. Because then we're not trying to one-up each other yep. on volume and excitement and passion. So you're super angry at me. I respond to you in a calm voice. And then you start to tell me what's going on. And I say, okay, Robert, thank you for telling me this. Here's what I've heard you say. Did I get it right? Mm -hmm. And right there, I've just validated you. It's like this active listening. Like I care about what you have to say to me. I care that you're mad at me right now or whatever the conflict is. And I want to resolve this together. Yeah. And James gives us this advice of, hey, let's be quick to listen. Slow to speak, slow to become slow angry. To become angry. Mm-hmm. It's just good relational advice. Now, I think some people that don't necessarily get angry and shout and all that, some people, they do the opposite. They get real quiet or they'll disengage or they just won't have any conversation and they'll give the silent treatment or, or whatever. Um, same core issues, just it, it comes out differently in different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, that's kind of a passive aggressive yes, way, way to approach it. Mm-hmm. You, to heal from anything, you've got to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, to ignore it does not help it. It just feeds it. Yeah. So some people may, maybe want to ignore it. Some people want to hash it out and fight. Uh, but there's there's a different approach to well, take. Well, I think the majority of people actually want to avoid conflict. Sure. There are there are a few people that enjoy conflict, but the majority of us don't. And those that do, those are people you don't want to be friends with, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. But but it does take courage. Mm-hmm. But conflict is necessary at times because like we talked about, whatever the relationship is, a work relationship, parents, family, marriage, if 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 something is bothering you and you don't share it, mm-hmm. then it does lead to festering, frustration, bottling up, and all of a sudden explosions down the line. And so conflict, I think, is is appropriate and it's helpful at times. Yeah, I, I will observe just culturally, it does seem like we're, we're a generation that just throws things away. When they break, we throw it away. We order mm-hmm. it on Amazon, get a new one that same day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the generations before, they would fix things. And, mm-hmm. and I see the same thing relationally. When somebody's offended by somebody, they mm-hmm. don't work through the conflict. They go, well, I'm going to find a new friend. And they mm-hmm. unfriend them on social media or whatever it is. And they just kind of give the cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is value in actually saying, hey, there's conflict here. I'm not going to run from it. I'm not going to throw away a relationship. I'm going to do the hard work of working through it. And there's benefits on the other side of that. Talk about the benefits of when you actually go through the journey of working through conflict. What what happens on the other side of that conflict? Well, I think you become much closer. You definitely, I think the respect grows because um, I'm not pretending that everything's okay. Mm-hmm. I've been brave enough to bring this to you. You have been kind enough to hear me and either to apologize or say we've worked it through. Well, now our relationship's far closer because more trust has been built. Mm-hmm. Whereas if the conflict is avoided, there's just more and more distance. Yeah. And the depth of relationship, to your point, you know, when you never deal with conflict or anything like that, you can only be a surface level friend with somebody because you are going to disagree at some point. Yes. And and to have a depth of relationship with people, there's going to be conflict. You got to work through that conflict. Yes. And yeah. I can be really good at that. And I can also be really bad at that. Mm-hmm. So there's times I can think of numerous relationships where I've done really well in that. Mm-hmm. And then the same me has done really poorly at that. Mm-hmm. It just... 
It just, it takes work. And you got to factor, is this relationship worth it? Mm-hmm. Which is brutal, but so true. <laughs> yeah, let's let's change the let's change the word for a second, because mm-hmm. Katrina and I will we'll talk about this sometimes in our relationship with each other. It's the word conflict, but sometimes you got to go through the tunnel of chaos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, real intimacy. This is going to sound so cheesy, but it's easy to remember. Real intimacy is into me. See, here's what I'm thinking. Here's what's going on inside of me. And and sometimes we have things like that. We know when we bring it up, we're going to go through the tunnel of mm-hmm. chaos. Mm-hmm. But in the context of your question, there are good things on the other side of the tunnel of chaos mm-hmm. because now we're closer. We wrestled through it, uh, and there's real legit intimacy, which is which is great. And that's that's not just uh, in marriage; real friendships are that way too. Mm-hmm. Um, and and all of those things are worth fighting for. I, I would say on the other side of it, uh, sometimes a relationship just needs to end. Yeah. Uh, sometimes uh, people are toxic. Yep. Uh, sometimes you just can't reason with crazy. I mean, there's there, there's some of those kinds of realities just in life. Uh, somebody right now, um, this might be the Holy Spirit, you've been trying to reason with crazy for a long, long time. And instead of reasoning, you just need to put up a boundary, mm-hmm. right? We get to choose uh, who we trust. We got to forgive everybody. Jesus tells us that. But we can choose who we want to who we want to trust. And so uh, sometimes it is healthy to put up a, a boundary. And, and sometimes there is a need for an ending, mm-hmm. uh, depending on a situation. So how do you identify, okay, this is a conflict I need to work through with this person. We need to figure this out and go through all the, the work in the tunnel of chaos, as you said. And, and when do you know, hey... It's time to choose to cut off this relationship. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how do you know between one or the other? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but seriously, uh, I think if you are praying over the relationship, not one, if you're married, if it's your kid, I mean, if there are, you know, big, strong relationships, I mean, like, for example, he talked about you know, having boundaries. I've had to have boundaries with some of my family members and that's super, super hard because they're my family. Sure. But in the end, it talk, you know, just talking to God about it, talking to trusted others like Chad, he's just like, it's, it's obvious what you have to do here just to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. You protect your own emotional sanity. Um, and then there are other times I think that, uh, you can just sense seasons, right? I think people are in your life sometimes for seasons. And mm-hmm. I think there can also be a necessary ending because of the season has passed. And now it's becoming really quite forced. Mm-hmm. And there may not necessarily be conflict there, but it's just not quite working anymore like it used to. And that's okay, mm-hmm. I think, because you can't be friends with everybody to the level that everybody wants. And so, so you kind of have to pick and choose. But I mean, obviously, the the best answer would be, you know, led by the Holy Spirit in what is right to keep going and take the courage and not cop out and say, well, I think God's telling me Mm -hmm. this relationship. No, God's not telling you that, you know? So it's just kind of that, like really listening and being brave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, in any, any friendship that um, there's conflict to the extent that now it's affecting my marriage Mm -hmm. or it's affecting my relationship with my kids because it's sucking so much energy away from me. um, I'm quicker Mm -hmm. to, to put a boundary there because my relationship with God is first. My relationship with Katrina is second. Um, and if something is stealing from that, um, I'm for putting up a boundary because I don't want anything stolen from my relationship with Katrina. I don't anything want anything stealing from my relationship with my boys. So you have to think about those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Family members that might rob 
Mm -hmm. Uh, The joy of a vacation, the joy of Christmas, the joy of Thanksgiving. You've got to think about those things and you've got to make the best decision for your immediate family. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's all those kinds of things to think about. In a conversation like this, you know, you want to just give these simple answers, but life's complicated. It is. Mm -hmm. And so we have to get wise counsel, talk to other people. And as Katrina said, of course, talk to Jesus and not wimp out but at the same time, choose to be wise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and there are times in the Bible too, we see there's, there's a parting of ways and it's not, sometimes we want to make conflict right or wrong. Who's right? Who's wrong? Who's the good guy? Who's the bad guy in oh, this situation? For sure. Let me tell you on the real housewives TV show. <laughs> That's where I was going with are this. Are we confessing <laughs> sin? <laughs> I'm just saying, I think there might be a lot of conflict on that. And yes. it, oh my gosh, the whole show is about who's right and who's wrong and who they can get on their side and who they can get. So you're right. Mm-hmm. that. But the Bible it's, doesn't care about that. Sometimes there's just disagreements. Right. Well, well let me, to, to that point. Mm-hmm. Um, about the housewives? No. Okay. So what, I was hoping. <laughs> what, what we tend to do, there's, there's pastors in town I've had disagreements with, and, and it's simply over philosophy, mm-hmm. over, over how we're going to do certain things. What, what we want to do when we disagree with somebody, and this would be my encouragement not, not to do this, is we villainize. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, don't villainize uh, another brother or, or sister in, in Jesus. Uh, we tend to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we disagree on this, so that person's wrong about everything. Mm-hmm. You know, cancel culture, that that whole deal. Be very careful with that. Um, yeah. and, we, and we villainize, too, because we actually feel a little bit insecure about the position we've taken. Mm-hmm. So it makes us feel better to villainize the other person. So we feel a little bit more secure about yeah. our stance. And then if we have other people that agree with us, okay, now we feel really good. But that that's not the Jesus way. Yeah. Well, and to, again, quote past messages, you, you can be right and wrong in ho- how you go about being right. Yeah. And and you can be in conflict and go, well, I think I have a better point here and be a jerk about it. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's wrong. So Jesus is the Prince of Peace. Um, there's several places in the scripture that say, as, as much as it is up to you, live at peace with everybody. Mm-hmm. We want to do all that. Uh, but reality is, especially in real friendships and real relationships, you can't have peace without conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, conflict is necessary uh, for, for peace, you've got to go through those tunnels of chaos if there's going to be any depth to the relationship. And so, you know, some of the things that we talked about, you, you want to make sure you're doing it fair, mm-hmm. you know, help me understand, uh, don't villainize. And, and if it's just a situation where you need to draw a boundary, it's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. But let's do that with wisdom and get, you know, people who are outside the situation that can give us wise counsel. What does the Lord want us to do? But in all of it, don't, don't wimp out. Yeah. It's what's the wise thing to do because all healthy relationships will have some, some confrontation. Yeah. And now to be the, you know, pastor church guy right now, uh, something that, that I know you've brought up a lot of times when it comes to conflict and, and both of you have, have talked about this, the difference that it makes when you include prayer in, in a conflict. If you're in conflict with a spouse or with a friend and, and you're followers of Jesus to pause when you feel things getting heated, when you feel things getting out of control uh, and to invite God into that uh, equation, it does change things. Yeah. Jesus doesn't take sides. He takes over. Yeah. And that's real. And the last thing you want to do in conflict is pray. <laughs> right. That's the last thing you want to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to push through that and, and do that, not in a manipulative way, yeah. but in a, in a real self-surrender way is, is a powerful thing. Yeah, and it's yeah, amazing. I don't ever do that. I just want to keep fighting. When, so. when, you, when you do pray, you, you think... <laughs> but it is good advice. You think it's going to change the other person, but it, it changes you as you pray. 
Because you kind of see for a moment, you get a little perspective. Well, you take a breath. Yeah. yeah, you take a breath. And of course, the Holy Spirit is powerful, right? Mm-hmm. So then you just take that moment. A lot of the time, so for example, say Chad is getting mad at me for some unknown reason. <laughs> then, you know, if, I, if I'm if i listening to his words, but I'm also kind of listening to the Holy Spirit and go, God, what's really going on here? Can you show either one of us? I don't care who, but if you could just show one of us. Because right now we need some help, yeah. you know, and I kind of silently try and listen and then, but then our argument ends way faster than it would if we were just trying to hash it out, going mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. I think too, um, just to throw another um, practical thing, you want to listen to the person's words, but you also want to listen with your heart. They're saying this, but what's behind that? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you want to listen with your eyes. You're watching them, right? What was that really? You never want to argue, by the way, over email or over text. That's yeah. just horrible because there's no voice inflections or any any of that kind of thing. Um, but you want to listen with your eyes and with your heart too, and 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 try to read, you know, what's what's really being communicated here. And uh, Katrina said this earlier. You know, anger is a secondary emotion. So what what's the fear? What's the pain? What's the hurt? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and really try to connect with the with the other person. I feel like we're kind of collaging here, but, but all those things are really important. Yeah, no, that's really good. Well, here's, here's what I want us to do. Katrina, if you would, it's funny, whenever Chad and I are out, people are always like, Hey, can you pray? Uh, Katrina, can you pray? <laughs> uh, and, and specifically for those that are dealing with conflict and, and invite the Holy spirit into that situation, give them wisdom. Um, but if you'd pray for us to kind of wrap up our podcast, appreciate it. Sure. Let's pray. God, I pray for those uh, that may be in conflict right now. Um, it may be of their choosing. It may not be of their choosing. It may be in a marriage, in their family, in a workplace city, situation, in a friendship. I don't know, but you know, God. And I pray, Lord, that you would help them, that you would encourage them, that you would give them courage, that you would help them to have the words to um, adequately convey what's really going on. Would you give them the insight, the knowledge and the wisdom to know what to do and how to handle it, God? Um, conflict is a part of our human nature. And I pray, Lord, that we would handle conflict the way that you would have us handle it. And so come Holy Spirit and help us and forgive us for the many times that we have failed you in this and help us for the future. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Loving God, Loving People podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this conversation, we'd love it if you rated the podcast and left us a review. Also, sharing this with a friend is a great way to help more people meet, know, and follow Jesus. And lastly, you are always welcome to join us online for one of our services every week at live.sv.cc or go to locations.sv.cc to join us in person at one of our physical locations. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.